Episode 18, Dial's War Room. How's everybody doing? We're going to talk today about limiting beliefs. And this is powerful, man. This is stuff that uh, holds everybody back in life. And it's uh, something that, you know, everybody's got to get a hold of. And there's, you know, a couple things, obviously, you know, we talk a lot about life and death being in the power of the tongue. That is something that I really want people to hear that and, and really listen to that. It's biblical. It's true. Whether you want to believe it or not is up to you, but it's true. Uh, so I'll, you know, I'll leave that with you. But life and death are in the power of the tongue. And it's, it's 100% true. What you speak into your life is what becomes of your life. And this is things when you see people, and I mean, when you see negative people, man, and you see, I mean, we all know negative people in our life, right? They're just always talking. It's just like, oh, my life sucks. I'm so broke. I'm so poor. I'm so this. And that. I mean, and, and those people are just consumed with negativity. How many, let me ask you this. And I mean, I'll just prove this to you. Okay. I'll hundred percent prove this to you. Most of us, unfortunately, don't know a whole lot of really rich, successful people, but Look at the rich, successful people that you do know. And I'm talking, I mean, I don't maybe mean some like person who just maybe inherited all daddy's money or, you know, some shit like that. But if you know people who own a business, who are successful, who built something from the ground up, who are successful and who have a lot of money, you don't know anybody who did that, who walks around bitching and whining and complaining all day long, saying how poor they are, how broke they are, they're negative, they're just blah, blah, blah. They're, they're, you, you don't know people who are like that. Because the people who are who are self-made, who are successful, who, you know, got, I mean, you know, look, even people like professional athletes, for an example, who've worked from the ground all the way up to the top to, to get to that level. They don't walk around. I mean, not saying that people don't complain about things because everybody complains about certain things, but they're not super negative people all the way through. doesn't mean they don't have negative moments because we all do. We're human beings, but they're not constantly just, just negative shit talking people. They're, they're positive people because what you breathe into your life becomes reality. They talk, they push through adverse. They talk about, I can do this. I will make it. I will do better. I will be successful in my life. I am going to make it. Nothing will stop me. I'm going to be the best. I'm going to make it to the top. I'm going to get there. You know, and, and they, and they just push through though, through every single thing. When somebody says, no, you can't do it. They say, hold my beer watch out. Yes, I will get out of my way. I'm going to show you. And, and they do it and they push through everything. And, you know, it, it's funny how many people don't do that. It's crazy how many people don't. It's crazy how many people like when somebody will, will go and tell them, oh, no, you can't do that. They go, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't think I can do that. You know, we have, you know, in our business, it, it's it's funny how, you know, how many people come up to us and you know, we'll just say like, I just don't think this is for me. You know, my, f my friends don't think this is for me. And I'm like, <laughs> you're not going to be successful because of your friends. And, you know, I, I had somebody come up to me and I mean, a few times and say, you know, I just, I just don't think rainbows for me. You know, I, I asked my friends and, you know, my friends say no, and they just think, you know, I should just maybe go get a real job. And I'm like, so you're, you're not going to be successful because of your friends. No, now let that sink in. Like, think about that. You, you are not going to be successful because of your friends. Now, let me give you a reality check. These people who you're, you're deciding not to be successful for, I mean, let's be realistic. How many true friends have you had for your life? We talked about that in a few episodes ago. Not very many. I mean, friends come and go, right? They do. We have falling outs. It's getting more and more and more common nowadays. So there's a really good chance that these people may not even be in your life in a couple of years. So you're going to choose to not be successful because of 
the people who are currently in your life. Now, even if they are going to be in your life, maybe they've been in your life your, you know, for, for your whole life, either way, you're going to choose to not be successful because of anybody else in your life. That makes no sense. Because guess what? Your, your friends aren't programmed to be successful. Neither are you. But you can't make the decision to not be successful because, oh, my friends say I shouldn't be. Okay? Guess what? All my friends, most of my friends told me that I shouldn't be successful. Did I listen to them? Nope. Why would I? Now, it doesn't mean they're still not my friends. It doesn't mean they're still not happy for me or proud of what I've done or whatever else. But, you know, if, if, I mean, I had some of my, you know, some close people to me in my life who just said like, hey, Dallas, I don't think you should do this. I don't think you should, you know, go get it. I mean, they, they told me the same shit. I was like, shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. And I had some very close people to me who cheered me on the whole way. You know, one of my best friends, Dave, I mean, he, you know, he never got into Rainbow. We talked about it, but I mean, he's been in my corner all the way through it. So he was never against it, but I had other, I had one of my best friends at the time who literally basically told me I was ripping people off in, in, in my kitchen. Me and him were nose to nose. And I'm thinking, this is like, what you think of me? You think I'm a type of person that could, that could do that? And so he was out of my life. And I mean, he missed out on not only being in my life for the rest of my life, but on an opportunity to, to change his life and everything else. But that was his decision, right? But I'm not going to, because this person makes this, this bullshit assumption up. He, he all of a sudden assumes that assumes a bunch of crap in his head, gets a lot of jealousy or whatever happens in his in his head. And 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 now he's going to put this on to me, assuming that he's going to try to ruin my opportunity because he doesn't want to do it. OK, well, I'm not going to stay where I am in my life because you want to stay where you are in your life. Okay, so again, people are going to make their own assumptions about everything. I'm, I'm going to be, if I want to be successful, I'm going to be successful and nobody's going to stop me from being successful because that's what, that, that's what winners do. I'm sorry. That's what it, that's what it is, right? I, nobody has ever stopped me from doing what I've wanted to do in my life. Nobody, not my parents, not my spouses, not my friends, not my best friends, not my enemies, not my haters, not my, nobody has ever stopped me from doing what I want to do in my life, right? If I want to be successful, I'm going to be successful. If I want to start a business, I'm going to start a business. And too many people don't have the, com the confidence or have the limiting beliefs blocking them from doing that. And, and they, they're now going to say, I'm not going to go and be successful because my friends don't think I should be. Those aren't your friends, man. I'm sorry to tell you, if your friend is telling you that you shouldn't take a risk to be successful or take a risk to try to change your life for the better, I'm sorry, but that's not, your, that's not a friend. See, I learned through this business who my friends are. Through what, as I climbed up the ladder of success, I learned who my true friends were. And guess what? It wasn't very many of them. Sorry to say. Because people get jealous and people, I mean, people realistically don't, some people, most people don't want you to do better than them. They really don't. And that's unfortunate, but, but, but it's reality. A true friend will, will, will cheer you on all the way, no matter what. And we talked about that, I think a couple episodes ago too, about, about people truly cheering you on all the way through. And I realized, you know, again, and I, I have friends that, again, never got into this business with me. They have jobs and they go out and they work and they're doing decent in their lives and they're happy for me all the way through and they're proud of what I've done in my life. And they've cheered me on the whole entire way and they're not 
jealous that maybe I go on 15 trips a year, right? And because I give them, I gave them the opportunity. And whether they chose to take it or not to take it is on them. That's fine. But th they don't now go, I'm not going to talk to you. And, oh, blah, 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 guys. and they don't make all this crap up in their own heads, right? So that I know that they're true friends. And I'm happy for them and they're happy for me. But that's not most people, right? Most people don't want to see you succeed above them. So they try to pull you down because of their own limiting beliefs. And, and they can't handle seeing somebody who is where they are more successful. And I can tell you guys, honestly, with an open heart and open mind, I used to be one of those people. I used to try to pull people down because I didn't want them to be doing better than, than I was. And honestly, when I go back to the beginning of when Jaylene was in a different, because we, again, we were friends before Rainbow even, and before we were both broke <laughs> together. And she got into an, a different business before it was kind of more of an MLM pyramid type thing and, and you know, even more, more of a pyramid type thing than an MLM thing. It actually got shut down and, and she just kind of got tangled into that very momentarily. Once she realized what it was, she bailed out. But I was kind of telling her like, no, nah, that's a scam. That's bullshit. And she got out of it. So I, I feel kind of in a way that I saved her from that. So when she got into Rainbow, uh, and, and I was like telling her kind of the same things. I was like, oh no, don't do that. That's not going to work. <laughs> and it's funny because like, I, but in a way I was like scared that what if it does work? Like what if it works for her? And now my friend all of a sudden starts doing better than me. And, and I was scared of that because I didn't think I could do it or didn't want to do it or wasn't going to do it or whatever. So, and then we do that sometimes. And again, I can be brutally honest with that because you have to be brutally honest in, in order to, to get through any shit in your life. And, and I can, I can face it. I can look in the mirror and face who I was and what you got to do to get to where you got to be. And, and I'm not proud of the things I, you know, used to, you know, do and the things that I used to think. But I mean, again, it's all wiring and programming. So if you're an asshole, you, it's not necessarily all your fault. But now you can recognize it. I recognize that, hey, this isn't who I want to be. This isn't where I want to be. I don't want to have this mindset. I don't want to be like this. And I, and I looked in the mirror and I changed it. And I realized, hey, I can, I can be different. I wasn't a bad person. Like, I wasn't a bad guy, right? I just had ego and stuff and my programming was just garbage so I wanted to change it so don't not be successful because of what your friends say now again I was one of the, the, the naysayers in Jaylene's life early on did she listen to me nope right she didn't listen to anybody lots of people told her and some people told her sincerely a lot of her family and friends told her not trying to be mean to her but again she was extremely shy she I mean she's still she's still extremely shy She's still, she's scared of people. <laughs> she goes in the houses. She, I mean, so she built this whole entire organization by going into people's houses. And she, she's, a, she's a nervous person. So her family and friends who knew her well were like, Jaylene, oh dear, you're not going to be able to do this. You're not going to be able to go into people's houses. Like you're too scared. You're too nervous. You're not going to be able to do this. And she didn't listen to any of them. She was like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll go give it a try. At least I'll get my rainbow for free. See how that works. So, so these are the things. So don't not, she wasn't going to not be successful in her life because of what her family, her friends and people said. And, and, and then once came through and pulled my head out of my butt, I realized the same thing.
I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to not be successful because of what people say or do. So that's what you have to do is don't, don't not go after something. Don't not chase your dreams. Don't not succeed and don't not fail because of what your friends say or your friends do or, or, or whatever else. Okay. Now, again, that doesn't mean don't take advice from the right people, but if you're going to take advice, again, don't take constructive criticism from somebody who hasn't constructed shit. If you're going to take advice, take advice from people who have what you want. And then again, you know, if you want to get into a business, go find someone who's got it, who's in business, who's doing what you want and go get some advice from them. And maybe they'll have some good ways you can go down about, hey, this works, this might not work. You know, try this, don't try that. But don't go to somebody who has absolutely nothing you want and start asking them for advice on what you should do. So to get down the road of limiting beliefs, I want to start off with a little bit of a story. A quote I've always loved I think it was Henry Ford, whether you think you can or think you cannot, you're right. And, and again, it's the same kind of thing. It's, 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 it's what you speak, what you think, you, you become. So whether you think you can do something, you're right. And if you think you cannot do something, you're right. It's what you think and speak, you become. As a man thinks, so is he. That's biblical too. Every success book ever written comes from the greatest book of all time, by the way. I'll just put that out there. Again, whether you want to believe that or not is 100% up to you, but it's true. So, a story. You guys have probably heard these, but um, they're, they're very powerful, and they're very powerful to limiting beliefs. So, uh, the first one is a story about the elephant in the zoo. Um, it was basically like a researcher somebody goes to visit a zoo i think it was in thailand and he goes out to the zoo and he notices these massive elephants and they're all standing next to this massive these posts and they're standing in their little you know pens by these posts and he notices down on their legs that these elephants are tied up with little tiny pieces of twine little little tiny little pieces of string is all they're tied up with and there's no fences and no nothing keeping these elephants in. They're just tied to these posts with little itty-bitty pieces of string. And the guy talks to people at the zoo, and he's like, man, how do these, how are these elephants? I mean, they, 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 don't, they don't get away? And the people at the zoo are like, no, they don't, they don't even try to get away. And he's like, well, they're just tied up with little pieces of string. Like, how do they not try to get away? And so they tell him the story that when the elephants are babies they tie these elephants up with these big, massive chains. And the, the baby elephants, they pull and they pull and they pull and they try and they try and they try and they pull. And these massive chains just hold these little elephants down and they can't get away and they can't get away and they can't get away. And as the elephants try and they try and they try, and as they get older and they get older, and they keep trying and they keep trying. And eventually they just understand mentally in their mind that they just can't get away. And eventually they just, they just stop trying because they just again, their, their limiting belief just makes them understand that they just can't get away. So actually, as they get older, they take these massive heavy chains off and they, as they go down to ropes, they go down to just having this little tiny piece of string. So all the elephant does is have a perception that something's on their leg holding them down and they don't even realize anymore that it's just a little tiny piece of string. And if they just move that leg, they could snap it, but their limiting belief holds them down because they just, they stop trying to move because their limiting belief is that they can't get away. And, you know, it's a powerful thing just about their mind tells them basically that, that they're stuck. So that's a, that's a powerful story about, about the power of the mind. And, and another one comes into the shark in the tank. And 
what happens is they had this shark that would basically swim around freeing in this whole entire tank and the shark could have the whole tank to itself. And then one day, all of a sudden they put a, uh, basically like a clear plastic wall in the middle of the shark tank. And this shark would swim around. All of a sudden the shark smashed into the wall, you know, and he couldn't quite see the wall. He would just smash into it. And he's like, what the heck? And, and then he would just keep going. He kept smashing into this wall, smashing into this wall, smashing into this wall. And he kept trying and trying, but he kept hitting the wall, hitting the wall, hitting the wall, hitting the wall. And he would do this for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And all of a sudden, you know, he would do it less. He would do it less. And every time he would try to swim to the other side, he would smash into the wall. And they would put food on the other side. He would try to get, he would smash into the wall. And eventually he just stopped trying to, to move to the other side. So eventually they moved the wall. They pulled the wall out. And no matter what they did, they put, they put, you know, stuff over, they put food over the other side and the shark never would swim to the other side of the tank ever because they, the shark had a limiting belief that he couldn't make it to the other side. Then what they actually did is they put another shark into the tank and that shark would go over to the other side. And they thought maybe if he saw them go and do it, they would go and do it. And that shark, even though he saw other sharks go and do it, still would not go over and do it. So again, the, that shark in his own belief, even though he saw others do it, he still believed that he couldn't do it. So again, you know, limiting beliefs, guys, and, and, and things like that, it's just, you know, again, and, and shows that it, it's, it's lessons in life, right? I mean, you think back, if we, if we relate that into our own lives, those two stories, whether they're true or not, but the lessons in them are, are powerful. Because if you think about that, I mean, I mean, I remember going back to my life, I mean, back in, I mean, how many times have we tried to do shit in life, right? And it just, it just kicks the crap out of you. It just beats you down. I remember back when, you know, having a job and being broke and being poor and you, you know, you get that, you ever, you guys all got that thing, right? Remember when you, remember when like you, I mean, you guys are probably living this. Lots of people are like, I always remember when, like, when you remember when you're just about to get a break, like you're just about to get a, a little bit of break in life. And usually it's like a financial thing. Like maybe you get a little bit of money coming or you get a little bit of extra money in your check. Or you got a bonus at Christmas time and we're into Christmas right now. And maybe you got a little bit of a bonus at work or something happens. I mean, and you always get the thing where there's a little bit of money starts coming your way and you're thinking you're just about to get ahead. But then what happens? Like something always goes wrong, right? Like the, the tires blow in your car or your motor goes or the transmission goes or like, you know, I mean, some, the furnace, like something always goes right at the time when you're about to get that little bit of money. Right. And, and it's like, you just think you're about to see some light at the end of the tunnel and then something happens and there goes that money and you're right back. And it's just like, every time we're about to do something, life just kicks you right in the damn face and keeps you right where you are. And, you know, or again, you, you're trying, you're trying, I mean, we just try to get ahead. We try to get ahead. We try to get ahead. And no matter what happens, it just, we just, you know, we keep hitting that wall, keep hitting that wall, keep hitting that wall. So what, what do we start doing? We start giving up. And we start just realizing, we stopped chasing our dreams. I, I remember before when I would try business after business, I would try businesses. And I got to a point in my life where, I mean, they failed and I stopped. I did for the longest time. I mean, I, I remember I, mean, I, I tried f four, five, six different business things, you know, restaurants, different things. I mean, I had a catering company when I was a kid. I tried, I mean, in my life, I was going to do business. And then when I, when I, when my restaurant basically failed, you know, because of my piss poor management skills, you know, I, I left. And then when I went into the steel mills and started getting my heavy equipment ticket and all that stuff, I gave up on business. And, and, and that was my, that was my, my invisible wall. I just thought it's not for, and I, and I went into a really bad state of, of just shutting my dreams down, you know, because I, 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 I kind of had these goals and dreams of wanting to, you know, 
not built for a nine to five. I always kind of believed that I wanted something more, but then I, I gave up. I had, I had, and I only had shit, three, four or five failed businesses. You know, I didn't have, some people have hundreds, dozens, you know, I never did even. And I, I gave up on, I just, you know, I was just too many times smashing into the wall and I gave up. And so I just put myself into that mindset of like, Hey, this isn't for people like me. It's not for me. Success isn't for me. And, and that's it. And I mean, these businesses lasted over a period of, I mean, I mean, even the restaurant industry, I was in the restaurant industry for a huge part of my life. And I owned my own restaurants, me and Kyle for, I guess for, you know, whatever, three years in total. And then before that, I'd be insane. So, I mean, I was in businesses of some sort for a few, quite a few years. So they didn't necessarily fail instantly, but they just floated along. I never got rich out of them and never, you know, I just got enough just to barely survive through them and then they didn't work. So I, I just, I just wasn't making it with them. So for me, it was just, I shut down and hit that invisible wall and stopped trying and went into the zone of like, this isn't for me. My life now is just this. I'm a nine, you know, I'm a nine to fiver. I'm this, and, 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 and it shut me down. So this is what happens to people in life. And the message in those stories is don't give up. And, and had I not met Jaylene and had I not, I mean, gone down that road, I mean, had I not even just moved off the farm and moved into the town, I mean, just so many things have gone together. And, and had I not been introduced to her, met her all and, and just, and, and had her believe in me and, and, and just to get reintroduced and re-inspired back into life, my life would be completely different. And, 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 and that's what it takes. And she didn't do this for me. But damn, did she kickstart this and, and re-inspire me into this and, and get me going. So, but the message in that is don't, don't have the invisible wall. I mean, always kick the foot because you never know if the chain's gone. Always, always keep, keep hitting that wall because one day it's going to be gone or plow through it or whatever it is. But, but don't let those limiting beliefs in your life stop you from, from pushing through and, and going for your goals, right? In business all the time, I mean, and we see people all the time. I mean, I, I, we go into homes, right? I mean, so what we do in Rainbow, we go into homes, we show people the greatest cleaning system on earth, and it's easy. And we, you know, we go into homes and people in Rainbow, I mean, you guys hear this shit all the time. We go into homes and people look at us and, you know, we, we, recruit, we recruit out of the home. And, and I go in and people are like, you know, Dallas, we could, I could never do what you do. And I mean, I mean really, you, you can't, you couldn't take this machine into somebody's home and show them how to clean their air. Like it's got a, it's got two buttons Like you couldn't push these two buttons and explain it, how all the, all the dry stuff gets caught in the water. Like there's a good reason that you are where you are in your life. If that's the beliefs you have, like we're not coming in with scientific charts. We're not coming in. Like our machine is as simple as it gets. All the dry stuff gets wet. Like you go driving down a gravel road on a dry day. And there's a shit ton of dirt. After it rains, there's no dirt. Like, done. It doesn't get easier than that. So what you're telling me is that you couldn't pick up this 20-pound box and carry it into a house, push a couple buttons and explain that this thing sucks in all the air and gets a trap in the water? You can't do that? For, for a chance to build a, a, a business and one of the best business opportunities that's out there? You couldn't do that? On your own time, with no schedules, no quotas, no nothing, like whenever the hell you want to, without having to go door knocking, without having to, I mean, like literally off a of word of mouth of your customers, like you couldn't do that. There's a limiting belief. 
So there's a good damn reason that you are where you are in your life and you are going to stay there for the rest of your damn life forever if you can't do that. I'm not asking you to type rope across the Grand Canyon. Like, yeah, maybe some people can't do that. I'm not asking you to, like, I mean, this isn't difficult. So, but it's, it's limiting beliefs in people that, that say stupid shit like that. So if you're sitting there listening to this, and if you've ever been like, oh, I couldn't do that, I couldn't do that, I couldn't do that, stop saying that stupid shit. Because is it that you can't do it or that you won't do it? Because it's the poverty mentality BS that's keeping you stuck where you are. That's stopping you from pushing through. It's your own limiting beliefs. And, and again, maybe it's not 100% your fault because maybe you, again, were programmed there. Maybe you grew up with that. Maybe you grew up with people telling you you couldn't do anything, that you wouldn't amount to shit. Maybe you grew up with people telling you you weren't going to be anything. This was, I mean, maybe you had that programming. Fine. But guess what? When we know better, we do better. Now we know better, so now we have to do better. So now you know. Sorry, no more excuses, no more bullshit. Get off your ass and get after it because you can't. If, if you are working a regular job, you're not going to live the life that you want to live. You can't do it. If you're listening to these episodes, you know you're not going to make it to, a, to an amazing, beautiful life on your own terms, working a regular job. It's not going to happen because nobody else has done it. You're not going to be the first one. So if you want more to life and you want to get the shit that you want to get in your life, you got to do it differently. And it starts in your mind. It starts in the war room, man. It's in your head. And it starts with this limiting beliefs and this BS. You got to start believing that you can do it. So when Rainbow, you can't pick up a boss, carry it into the house and push two buttons and say, this thing's going to clean your air. You can't do that. Bullshit. You can do it. And you got to start realizing that you can do these things. And you just have to start getting out there and, and, and doing it and getting after things and start understanding that if, if you want more, you got to do more. If you want better, you got to do better. And it starts with you. So limiting yourself. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. I couldn't do what you could do. What did you just put on yourself? What did you just put all over yourself? I could never do that. No. I guess you couldn't if that's, if that's the, the mentality you're going to take. How about like, yeah, I could do this. This is easy. This is simple. Now, again, there's another side to this, guys. For, for my rainbow people out there and for people who are in business, and if you're selling anything and if you're going in to show anything or if you're trying to recruit people in general, now you have to understand something from the other side of it. You're going into a situation. Okay, let me help you with this. You're going into a situation with people who aren't listening to War Room, who aren't maybe plugged into positive stuff, who maybe have had bad programming, who aren't connected to shit like this. So now you have to be the person who can pull them out of that a little bit. So when I go into a home, obviously I'm, I'm putting the positive beliefs onto them. 
right? John, this is the easiest job in the world. This, you know how simple this is? John, you could do this, right? You could come in here and push two buttons and carry this light little box in here and explain. You know, John Nordinger is, is, is an amazing guy in our business, and he keeps this to just the most simple thing. If your best friend walked in right now, could you explain to them how if you just push this little button, you know, all the, all the dust particles would go inside this machine and get trapped in the water? And the customer's like, yeah. He's like, man, we're hiring. You can work for us, no problem. Okay? Start making you understand how easy this is Right. And, and start, you know, start putting the positive beliefs into the person and making, giving them the confidence that they could do this. You have to encourage your people, encourage your team, encourage your customers and make them understand that they could do this. Make them understand how easy this is. Because we got to put the positive and get the limiting beliefs out of their heads. Dallas, I couldn't do what you do. Are you kidding me? This is the easiest job in the world. Of course you could do what this is. Come here, I'll show you. Let's go to the door. Grab the box. Walk in. There, half the job's done. Here, can you push this button? Here, just like this. Click. Here, you do it now. Click. There you go. There. Three quarters of the job's done. Now all you got to do is just explain that. See these little particles in the air? They get sucked in there. Can you say that? Perfect. You can work for us. Easy. That's it. Nothing left. So walk the people through that. Okay, but you have to help them through that as well. But we also have to have not have those limiting beliefs in ourselves, and, and we have to have that confidence to go in, and, and again, the confidence to help ourselves, the confidence to help other people. Because when, when we have this, this poverty mentality, when you have a poverty mentality, you do what's right for what you feel is right for you in the moment, and you don't push through. And what I mean by that is things like not getting out of bed, spending the day sleeping. We see this in kids nowadays. And I'm not saying this is right because it's, it's a different world. It is what it is. I'm a, I'm a former fire chief and retired. And I mean, I've seen enough accidents around drinking and driving. I'm absolutely 1,000% dead against it. I will not have a drink and get behind a vehicle ever. But you know, back when I was a kid growing up, I mean, times were a little bit different. And I remember drinking till two, three o'clock in the morning and getting back up at six o'clock, seven o'clock and driving to work, being very hungover. And you don't do that nowadays. Shouldn't have done it back then. But I mean, again, you know, times were different, but, and, and not saying that that's what kids should do nowadays, but it's just, it's interesting now how even now you just see kids in general that just seem like they just sleep forever, even without drinking. And we have so many younger people in our, in our business who come through our business and you don't see too many kids that stay up till midnight, one o'clock that are up at six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning. So often kids are, I mean, and even if they do stay out till two, three o'clock in the morning, I mean, they're sleeping until noon. It's, it's hard to get them out of bed. There's all kinds of things, you know, there, I mean, there's energy drinks and all this stuff now. I mean, I'm not going to get down that road because that's just a whole other, other topic. But the thing is, is there's such a different mentality in people nowadays. And, and especially you see it in a lot of younger people and older people too. I mean, we, I, I know people in their thirties that sleep until 11 o'clock and, and it's ridiculous. But the thing about it is, is when you have this mentality of doing what's right for you in the morning, okay. Being hungover, not getting out of bed, even if it's like just not getting out of bed in general, sleeping till, you know, 10, 11 o'clock kind of thing doing what's right for you in the moment. 
saying, okay, you know, I should maybe get up in the morning and, and get to work, but like, nah, I want to sleep in. That, I mean, it's, it's a poverty mentality knowing, Hey, I should have to, I should maybe go out and do a, go on a presentation, maybe do some work tomorrow morning at eight, but I got this party I want to go to. So we're probably going to be having some drinks. So maybe you know, I'm going to, I'm going to maybe take the next morning off because I just want to be able to maybe sleep in and just relax a little bit and things like that. I mean, the, the, it's just, it just, the things that are now more socially acceptable to rest is just crazy and you just we just don't see people getting up and grinding as much as we used to see all the time and it's really sad because it and again even just taking the, the drinking part of it out of that because i'm definitely not saying like hey drink all night and get up in two hours and go to work but i'm just saying is that mentality of doing that is, is gone and i mean we've seen that in our in our own kids in time and and people know what i'm talking about it's just kids go out till two o'clock in the morning drinking pop and eating chips even like there's no getting up at six o'clock after four or five hours and, and and getting back to work just like now they're just tired all day long and sleeping and and things like that so you know and you, again you see adults doing it too and it's just like it's just this poverty mentality and it's it's there's no drive in that so when you think about the things that we're giving up and that we're missing and that we're we're not going out and achieving based on having that mentality, it's really affecting people's lives. And we have to, we have to get past that. And we have to, and those are the things that we're choosing not to push through. And I remember so many times just being, waking up in the morning. And again, you know, we talked about in episode 17 about when, when you're training your brain and, and going through them, I mean, there's so many times you wake up, you're tired and you're like, oh my God, like I just want to stay in bed. And it's like, no man, get up and go. And the more times you push through that, the more time you train yourself to push through that, the easier and easier that gets. But I'm telling you, every single time you roll over and hit snooze and give yourself permission to do that, the more and more times your mind, you're training your mind to go in the opposite direction. And that gets more and more permission to do that. And, and you just keep going down that road. And it gets harder and harder now to get out of bed. It gets harder and harder to because you've allowed yourself to roll over and hit snooze. And you're, you're, you're actually making yourself lazier. And you got that's the shit you got to start pushing through and, and 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 pushing through that because next thing you know it's like okay you're sleeping until eight you're sleeping until eight thirty you're hitting the snooze three or four times you're sleeping until nine you're sleeping until nine fifteen you're sleeping until nine thirty you're sleeping at ten and next thing you know it's just you're getting more and more and more sleep and then it's funny because then you're, you're you're even more tired and you're more tired and you're more tired and you're more tired okay I am less tired on less sleep than lots of people I know that sleep almost twice as much as I do. And they're, they wake up exhausted. Some people I know sleep for 10 hours a day, 11 hours a day, and are exhausted. It's nothing to do with the amount of rest you're getting. It's what's in the coconut, man. It's, your, it's, 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 it's what's in your brain. It's either what you're thinking about, it's your mindset. It's your, it, it, you know, I mean, I sleep, do I get eight hours? Yeah, sometimes I get eight hours. But for the most part, I get about six, five to six. And I function very well there. And... I mean, I know five and six would kill some people. I used to try to get, you know, sometimes I would get four. I wasn't healthy at four. It's not, it's not healthy there. Like it's just, you're just not, you got to get rest too. You know, and some people tell me it's not healthy to get five or six, but I, I do fine there, right? I do fine at six and I function well at six and I'm, I'm productive at six. I don't feel tired at six. You know, I do fine at six, five. I'm okay too. Less than that, I mean, yeah, I feel like I'm missing. But eight, eight, nine, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Like, come on. There's no need for that. So, 
and then to wake up tired, like there's something wrong, man. If you're sleeping 10, 11, 12 hours a day, and then you're still tired, I mean, if you're sleeping 10, 11, 12 hours a day, there's something wrong anyway. And if you're still tired, there's definitely something wrong. And I, I mean that respectfully, but you got to recognize that sign that you need to get some shit fixed. You need to, you need to, you need to, again, it's all in the, it's all in the mind. Okay. But you need some rewiring, you need some programming, you know, and, and the unfortunate part is, I mean, what do most people do with that is like, they go to the doctor and they get some pills, get off of that shit. That's not what you need. Okay, you need some rewiring, you need some reprogramming, you need to get your shit right, you need to get some, some positive stuff, there's a good chance you're probably in a negative environment, you gotta maybe have to change your surroundings, you may have to change some of the positivity in your life, you gotta, you know, again, you're probably surrounded by negative bullshit, you gotta change your shit, don't medicate yourself, change your shit, anyway, different topic, coming back on track, the other thing I was gonna talk about is this, is, is, Here's what I want to go with, just, just on this first, okay? If you had a $50 bill, if I just walked up to you and I said, here's 50 bucks, you would take it, right? For sure. Now, if I took that 50 bucks and it was a nice, crisp $50 bill right out of the press, and I gave that $50 bill to you, you would accept it, right? Now, if I took that $50 bill and I folded it in half and put a big crease down the middle of it, and I handed it to you, you would still accept it, right? And what's the value of that $50 with a crease in it? It's still $50. So the value didn't change with a crease. Now, if I folded that thing up a couple times and put a couple creases in it and, and kind of crumple it up into like a stick of gum size type of a thing and crumpled it up a little bit and handed that to you, would you still accept that $50? Yes. And would that $50 still be worth $50? Yeah. Now, if I took that $50 and maybe I kind of crumpled it up a little bit and had some wrinkles in it and then unroll it back out again and I handed that $50 to you, would you still take it or would you reject it? You'd probably still take it. And would that $50 still have its value with some wrinkles in it? Or is it worth 30 now? Still worth 50, right? Now, what if I take that $50 bill now and I put it on the floor and I stomped on it a couple of times with my shoe and I just stomped on it and stomped on it and stomped on it and stepped on it and maybe had a, even had a couple of little footprints on it and I picked that back up and I handed that to you. Would you accept that $50 now or would you turn it away? You'd still take that $50, right? And it would still be worth $50. Even though I stepped on it and stomped on it, it would still be worth $50 didn't lose any value being stepped on. Now, what if I took that $50 and I took it outside and I rubbed it around in the gravel a little bit and got a whole bunch of dust and dirt on it and shit like that. And I, I just rubbed its face out in the gravel and just, just made it all, you know, dusty and, sh you know, shook the crap out of it in the gravel. And I walked up to you and I handed it to you and it's all full of dust and dirty. Would you accept it now? You would. And is it still worth $50? Yeah. Still has its value. Now, what if I even took that thing out in the mud and I drug it through the mud? And I just drug that 50 bucks through the mud, right? And it got it all, all dirty in the, in the mud. It's all muddy. 
And I wiped that mud off, brought it up to you, and I still wanted to hand you that 50 bucks. Would you take it or would you turn it away? You'd still take it. And it would still be worth $50. So the point I'm making is that $50 bill, whether it's crisp and clean, whether it's creased, whether it's folded up, whether it's crumpled up, whether it's wrinkled, whether it's drugged through the dirt, whether it's drugged through the mud, is still worth $50 and never loses its value. And neither do you. No matter what happens to you, no matter whether you're crisp and clean, no matter whether you got some wrinkles, no matter whether you're, you're drugged through the shit, drugged through the mud, no matter how much you've been stepped on or stomped on or whatever else, you never lose your value. Ever. And you have to understand that. You never lose your value, and people should always accept you, no matter what, no matter how much shit you've been through, no matter how much you've been stepped on, no matter how much you've been stomped on, you still have your value and you should still be accepted by people. And if you're not, then you have to understand that you need that different environment. Okay, but you still have that value. That 50 bucks is still worth 50 bucks. And if you have to have that, that belief and that understanding. So when you take that now and you want to go to work, and you want to get after it. And I'm going to, you know, bring us back into rainbow for a second. And, you know, I talked to people a little while ago and, and, and again, because limiting beliefs hold people back in business a lot. And a lot of times when you get into a business, you get out of the, the, the programming. We talked about that in the early episodes of war room about when you're in business. Now you're kind of off when you, I mean, the point of it is to get, to get off the clock and get off, off of the 98% mentality. But a lot of times what happens is, is you get out of that zone and now it becomes on you. It comes on, it, it, it's on yourself now. You have to be self-driven, self-motivated, and you have to get yourself on, on, the, on the work and on the presentations and, you know, whatever, and create your own, on, your own success in essence. When you're at a job, you're on a schedule, you just go there and you're relying on someone else to keep you kind of limping through it. But when you get to on your own is you're kind of creating your own your, your own work, you're creating your own opportunity and, and, and you're rolling with it. So what happens, unfortunately, a lot of times is, is people, the, like they'll, they'll grow up and then they'll start to fade away because they stop working, because they stop driving themselves, and they stop pushing themselves to, to, to go. So a lot of times in Rainbow, I mean, you know, we do presentations, obviously, and I always I kind of ask people, because you'll see people, they'll, they'll come in and they start working really hard and they kind of start fading away. Usually it's when they start making money. And then they start to kind of get a little bit comfortable. They, they realize they can just go out whenever they want to, and they, they kind of start to slow down. And I always kind of ask people this, right? Is in, and, I, and I've had this conversation with some people in our business the other day, and, and I asked them, I said, like, why aren't you doing more presentations? And I mean, they had some excuses and this and that. And, you know, and again, I said, take, take the bullshit out of it, take the excuses out of it. I said, not to be morbid, I said, but if somebody was holding your kid over a cliff and said, if you don't do 40 presentations next month, I'm going to drop your kid. Would you go do 40 presentations next month? And they're like, well, yeah, of course. And I'm like, so it's not that you can't, it's that you won't. Because if you absolutely had to do it, then you would go do it. So you're actually choosing not to do it. So what I want people to recognize is in anything in your life, that, 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 Statement runs true to anything in your life. You could do whatever you wanted to do if you had to do it. Okay? So imagine whatever it is that you, you need to get done, you could get it done if you had to. Like if there was a gun to your damn head and you had to get this 
thing you've been putting off done, you could get it done if there was a gun to your head, which means you can do it. You're choosing not to do it. If you had to do it, you could do it. If it was life and death, you could do it, but you're choosing not to do it. So recognize the fact that you could do it, but you're choosing not to do it. But see, that's the difference between 2% and 98%. 2% always act like they have to do it. 98% just always making an excuse why they don't have to do it. 2% just do it. 2% fight through the weakness. 98% find an excuse to not do it. They stop, they watch TV, they, they check out the reels on Facebook, they, they, they allow themselves to get distracted. They stop to take a break. They stop to have a nap. They allow these things to happen. 2% don't. 2% always act like the guns to their head. They always act like the kids over the cliff. They always act like they have to get it done. But you have to recognize that because, again, a lot of that is limiting beliefs. You could do anything you want in your life. The thing that people, and I, and I remember back to when my head was there too, that I didn't think this was for someone like me. I didn't think this was for people. It is. It is for people like me. It is for people like you. You can be successful. You're choosing not to be. You have to understand that. You're choosing not to be. You are choosing not to be. It's not the bullshit excuses you're telling yourself. It's you. Because if the gun was to your head, the kid was over the cliff, if whatever, if you had to, you would. But you're not doing it because you don't feel like you have it. It's not desperate enough. See, successful people work in that desperation. When I changed my shit, I was desperate enough. I just, I was done with it. I had enough of it. I was just done with it. I was tired of it. I didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't want to live like this anymore. I didn't want to be broke anymore. So whether you think you can or think you cannot, you're right. So I realized that, yeah, you know what? I can. I faced myself in the mirror and I realized, yeah, it's you. It's you, big guy. And I just came to terms with it, put the ego down, put the ego aside, and realized it's me. Because I can do it. And if push came to shove, I would do it. But I'm choosing not to do it. So it's not because you have kids. It's not because your spouse works away. It's not because of where you were born. It's not because of all those things. It's because of you and the limiting beliefs and, and, and what you've allowed yourself to, to believe. It's the excuse you've allowed yourself to have. All the things we talked about in previous episodes. So you have to let go of those limiting beliefs. You have to get rid of it. You have to realize that you have value. You have to realize that you, 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 do, you will never lose your value. You have to start believing in those things. You have to start believing in yourself. Get rid of the limiting beliefs. 
Start understanding your value and your worth. Start surrounding yourself with a positive environment because you are a product of your environment. As you've heard me say before, if you want a better product, you might need a better environment. That's a Danny Johnson, Dallas Ramey combination right there. So if you want something better, if you want a better product, you might need a better environment, right? Because you are what you surround yourself with. So if you're not happy where you are, you might have to surround yourself with something, with something better. So you start believing in yourself. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. You start talking positively about yourself. Don't wake up every day telling yourself how tired you are. Waking up every day and just start telling yourself, man, this is going to be a great day. I can't believe the energy I have. Even if you don't have any energy in your entire freaking body, you start telling yourself, I can't believe how much energy I have. I can't believe what a great day this is. I can't believe it's going to be an awesome day, baby. I'm alive. Wake up every day and just start screaming out positivity if you have to. Even if you wake up in the shittiest mood, just start screaming out how positive it's going to be, how much of a great day it's going to be. I'm alive. Every day, positivity. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Let's put life on it. Every day. You're not tired. You're not broke. You're not exhausted. You're not lonely. Get rid of all that bullshit. The two most powerful words on earth are I am. What follows those two words is what's going to happen in your life. The two most powerful words are I am. Follow, biblical. Followed by whatever else you want to add after that is what you're going to get in life. I am Tired? Broke? Lonely? Exhausted? Pissed off? Angry? Or I am excited, full of energy, full of life. Start start putting even if you don't even if you don't feel that way start telling yourself you do because it'll start happening i am successful i can't wait to take on this day start putting positivity into your things even even the way we speak we go what are, what are the things we're putting onto our children you've heard me say this before too don't tell your kids we can't afford something you start telling your kids you're broke? No. Don't ever tell your children, or yourself for that matter, that you can afford something. There's other ways to go around saying things. Don't ever say you're broke. Don't ever say you can't afford that. Now, you can say it's not in the budget. Just say, we're going to spend our money on other things. I think we can best put our money in other directions. I think there's better things we can spend our money on right now. That's what you say. You want to screw your kids up financially the way you were probably screwed up financially? Tell them you can't afford that because that's where it starts. It's programming.
Don't say we don't have any money. Don't say we're broke. Don't say we can't afford that. Don't think, what do you think, money grows on trees? It's all shit our parents said to us. Don't do that. Okay? Start saying things like, guys, I think, I think we could best, best put our money into a better location. Or I think we could use our money for something maybe a little bit better. Or I think our money could go to something more positive. Or maybe our money could be used for this specific item. There's other ways you can say it. Just like there's other ways you can say anything else. So find new ways to verbally put out what you're experiencing. Because, yeah, you feel how you feel, but change it. Don't validate the, the, the shit feelings in your life. Change it. So when you wake up in the morning and you're tired, don't be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. Wake up. I, I wake up in the morning and go like, man, this is going to be a great day. I have so much energy. I can't wait to get after it. So I start telling myself. Just start whispering that in my head. I just start telling myself in my head, man, this is going to be an awesome day. Every morning I wake up and I just start putting, just, just start bang, 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 positive. Just start putting positive shit in my head. This is going to be an awesome day. I am so full of energy. I cannot wait to hop out of this bed and get after it. That's where I start going. Where do you go? Bet you not too many of you go there. Do we wake up and start thinking about all the stressful lists of things we have to get done today? That's not a good place to start. I have a very long list of stressful things that I have to get done every day. And this time of year is nuts for us too. I mean, it's nuts for everybody. We have a, have a boot camp on top of this and everything. It's craziness. I don't start there. Because starting there in the morning is going to wire your day for just a pile of bullshit. I don't start there. I start with positivity. Like we talked about last episode, I'm not touching the phone. I'm not going there. Nope. It's positive in the morning. That's where I start my day off. It's going to be a great day. I'm excited. I'm thankful I woke up. Like, thank you, Lord. Gave me another one. Another 24 hours of sand, hopefully. And just positive. I have so much energy. I'm feeling great. It's going to be an awesome day. Set your day that way. But there's no limiting beliefs. And don't stress yourself out. So, life and death and the power of the tongue, it's your choice which way you want to go. Remember the story of the elephant and the shark, because that is powerful all the way through. And again, we've all had that stuff in life. Okay, we've all had that stuff. We've had those stories. Whether you think you can or think you cannot, you're right. But you have to understand that you can set yourself up for, for what kind of a life you have. Get rid of the poverty mentality. Understand that you can do whatever you want to do, but it's on you. 98% of people put off, make an excuse for what they, what they can't do, and 2% push through like they have to. They just push through like every day. It's just that this has got to get done and we just got to go. They have that urgency at a whole different level. Okay, and remember your value. Remember that $50 bill. You have that value all the way through.
Okay. And wake up every day with positivity and motivation and believe in yourself every single day because you are worth it. Get out there, go make the most of your sand. And that's episode 18. (laughs) 